Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Honest to Pod with me, Matthew Ali. And me, Ashley McAllister. And we're getting close to Christmas now, so we had a lot of Christmas parties. You had a few this week. Well, do you have a few or any of this? Uh, I had one. I had my work Christmas party on Friday, and then I just went out for drinks again on Saturday. Did you have drinks on Saturday? Uh, one of the guys who goes to our gym, he, he, yeah, we just, I just, so we, we just said we go for pints. Oh my god, I can't wait until you're gonna be one of those like really rich like gay guys with like all your Instagram pictures, just you and other really hot men with six packs. And yes, and you yes. associate yourself with. And then I can be like, I'm better than the rest of you. Literally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, None of your friends have fat. Is that what you're saying? And and these people, it's crazy, isn't it? Actually, like those pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one you know has fat? Is that what you're saying? Because that's what it looks like. Genuinely, genuinely. There's always a fat friend. I, I, I find it like a weird, a weird sort of position to have in your head that you only have attractive friends. It's like, do you look at your, do you, would you be friends with somebody who's unattractive? Not you personally, but in my head when I look at mm. these people. Like, I don't, I don't base friendship on aesthetics. I base it on personality. For sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. I read something up recently. No, do you know what it was? Um, so I just finished um, The Velvet Rage. You know, have you heard of the book? Yeah, yeah, it's on my reading to read list, but I've never read it. Yeah, I finished it last week. And I didn't, the book didn't really resonate with me. I feel like it was a bit outdated. I think I mentioned it to you before. Um, yeah. And just, but the last bit was good because it was a bunch of like tools that you can use um, if you're in certain situations, which I always like. I like very practical things. Um, so it, it talks about like a situation or situations that you might find yourself as a gay man and then the reasons why you need to deal with it and, and what that looks like. And one of them was talking about the fact that you surround yourself with only attractive people, people that you're attracted yeah. to. Friends. So that means that all of your friendships, potentially a lot of your friendships can be vacuous because it's based on the way that you look and not your personality. So they're never really that um, deep. You know, you might not have true friendships with people. Um, so it might be worth actively looking to engage with those you do not find attractive and the story was like um this person was at a party someone had held a party and then this one person um had spoken to another one the person who was speak who was chatting to this guy was really interested because they had similar jobs but the guy that he was talking to wasn't interested he was just looking around for really hot guys turns out that um the first person wanted to give that person a job that would have been better for them because he knew about them, but he said, well, he wasn't interested in me and didn't pay attention to them. And then when, he, when the person hosting the party went up to the guy that wasn't listening and said, do you remember this person? You know, and he was like, no, I don't even remember. I don't even know who you're talking about. And legitimately didn't even know who he was talking about. Saying you missed a prime opportunity to benefit yourself professionally if you just engage with someone who you didn't find attractive. Um, so it's just quite interesting. That's going to be you soon. <laughs> <laughs> no i'll always have time for the ugly people like yourself don't worry we'll ugly be, oh my god we'll, we'll be friends forever matt wow <laughs> obviously i'm joking okay well joking. These, these jokes are hilarious <laughs> <laughs> i'm laughing um okay <laughs> uh yeah so my weekend was good i had a couple of days actually last week Ooh. I actually had one on Thursday and one on Friday, but nothing happened. It was uneventful. I just thought I'd keep you updated with my dating life. Both had to get back to what they to feed their animals, one on Thursday, one on Friday. And I was like, oh my God, how has this happened two days in a row where they'd be like, <laughs> seven o'clock, I must, I must go and feed my animal. <laughs> <laughs> my goldfish is, my goldfish needs. Literally, and I was like, and both of them, I was like, you know, you could just get a machine that feeds them on time. And they're like, yeah, well, <laughs> and then they'd be like but I have to go home and program the machine yeah, yeah. no no it's like ah, okay well goodbye I mean, oh, God. Time, but now that I'm saying it out loud right now I'm like shit that was two days in a row both had to leave at a reasonable early time to feed their animals but you know maybe it was true well, like, cre creative excuses if anything yeah well they're both a little bit older than me so I think that's what old people do old gays isn't it and they both so kind of recently broke up with like their respective other that they live with and had an animal with. Wait a minute, are they? They sound like they've broken up with each other. Imagine that was so funny. <laughs> and they still live together. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it was, but that would be that would just make my day. 
Yeah, no. Um, going back for the animals. Some guy used to, some guy who I was dating used to always use the animal excuse. It turns out he was actually not single in a relationship and just cheating on his partner with me. But when was that? That was one of the first people I dated after Ben. Oh my God. You remember the story. The guy then started dating other people and he was like dating like three or four people at a time whilst having a serious boyfriend. Who was this fucked up person? Well. Shame. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I'm not going to name him. But right. remember me and me and. First COVID argument with. Yeah. Do you remember? I remember the argument. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was over the guy. I didn't know they overlapped. I didn't think they overlapped. I thought it was one after the other. That we didn't date at the same time. Yeah. Well, no. It, it, to be fair, in this, with me and this guy that we, I fell out with, it was sort of, he was dating me. And then all of a sudden, my, one of my friends messaged to say, oh, you don't mind if I go on a date with this guy, do you? And I'm like, well, it's sort of the guy I'm dating. And then it was, then it was, then it was like, uh, was so up. <laughs> but he said that you're over. I'm like, well, we're, we're not. And then my friend was like, well, I'm going to go on a date with him anyway. I'm like, okay. And then <laughs> that was the end of the dating and the friendship. I remember, like, it was, oh my God. It was fucking friend, friend he was. Oh God. Oh, such, a, such a great friend. That's ridiculous. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, let's just get into some topics because it's quite interesting. I think the first thing we were talking about is interesting is related to a question that someone had asked us on our social. So we bring that up afterwards. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, we sometimes post questions or ask, get you to ask us questions we'll talk about in the show. So make sure you follow us at Honest to Pod on Instagram to make sure you can take part and let us know what you want us to talk about. And we've got um, a few today, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we have got a few. But, so we're going to... Speed through this if we want to make it under an hour. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't I go first? Because I'll be quick. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll be quick as well. I don't have much to talk about. Lies. You are the... Do you know... I realise this, right? You are the reason why we overrun. Yeah. <laughs> I, n- I never have anything to talk about until I do. Yeah, it's definitely you and only you, so... So let me talk about, because this is not really a debate, it's more just a bit of a highlight, which I think is quite a good thing. Um, so Miss Universe's was on Miss Universe was on this week, and it was the final, so they normally have a week-long build-up into it. It used to be a month-long, apparently. And this year, although six years ago, they changed the rules so that um, transgender people can compete, this was the first year that there was um, a trans contestant in Miss Universe. And she's from Spain, and her name is Angela Ponce. And she didn't make the final 20, but she said, that's fine, she doesn't need to. You know, it's enough just to be allowed to compete and enter for her, you know. And she was actually the favourite going into the competition, but she didn't even make the final 20, which is quite interesting. I wonder why. I don't watch the show. I don't know. Have you ever seen Miss Universe? No, never. Yeah, no, she didn't win, but... They played, um, they played a tribute video specifically about her because she was the very first trans person, which I thought, I thought, I think it's quite nice. Um, so, yeah, it is nice. And the idea of like a beauty pageant makes me really cringe. It feels very um, old fashioned and archaic, do you know what I think? It does. I know we, in our rugby club, we have the Steelers Next Top Model, which is a bit of a parody and a bit of a piss take. I thought you were going to say that they're the same. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but to me, to me, that's that's the only use of a pageant in my head. I don't like. I think they're so outdated, and um, I mean, the girls are pretty, but I don't know. I don't. I don't well, they have to be smart as well. So you need to have um, like a degree. You, there's some requirements that you need to be single, never have had children, or be married, and you have to be single while you reign. Like you have your reign as well. But they also need to have certain qualifications, like actual um, educational qualifications, to compete. Oh, I didn't know that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And then like you go around, it's and it's a it's all like a lot of fundraising stuff. Like you actually do a lot of charity work and stuff. So it's not just about being like pretty. You're there too. Nowadays, I think it's more promotion sort of like um, women's rights and things like that. And this one in particular, this year in particular, was like almost like a year of diversity because they had for the first time an all female judging panel. Oh yes, 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 yes. So oh, are you talking about? Yeah. So it's all entrepreneurs and industry experts, it says. But, you know, the fact that there's not men judging women on there, I think is quite a cool thing, you know, if it's a women's competition. Ashley Graham, I showed you her. Do you remember a couple of uh, weeks ago in the podcast? Yeah. yeah. She was a host for the backstage event. And, you know, she's always been a body positive activist. She does a show now um, that's produced by Ellen that's got to do with um, building people's self-esteem and it goes case by case. It's online though, it's not on TV. Um, I can't remember what the, mm. what the, the series is called, but she's doing, she's currently hosting that show where it's about um, building people's like, self-esteem and their confidence and things like that, so that's cool. What's interesting though is, I told you about the USA contestant, right? Oh, yeah, I've seen some videos, yeah. Like, and it's a, shame, it's a shame because it's easy to pick on, I guess, the US when they make mistakes, right? Mm. But I guess if you continue to just make these mistakes, it's just... It's just living up to the fact that... So the contestant from the US was... Had done an Instagram Live video, and basically she was, like, belittling two contestants who couldn't speak English. Immediately there was backlash to the fact that, you know, they're in Thailand anyway, which is English isn't the first language, but that someone had said that it's... She said something like, oh, poor Cambodia, because the person wasn't able to speak English and was getting confused. And someone had said that it was called normalised xenophobia, the way that she was speaking, because she didn't realise what she was doing was incorrect. But actually, yeah. considering that this like new pageant, not this new pageant, this year, it was about inclusivity and diversity that the US strikes its head again and uh, can come across quite excluding and you know quite old-fashioned, which I think was a bit... It's a bit of a shame, because you don't want anyone to do that, regardless of where they're from. Yeah, no, I mean, it was... It was like, it was a bit of a dampener, really, given that it was so inclusive and so pro, so much other stuff that it just takes. And I think in the video, one of the women also sort of responded a bit with just a weird face, but nobody actually said, wait a minute, you should not say that. I, I don't think you want to get involved in that sort of stuff, though, isn't it? You might stand up for something. But again, it's, it's always this thing we're talking about, like, you know, you got to stand up for people's rights regardless of whether you're actually involved in it or not. You know, it's everyone's duty to call people out on their shit. Well, it's, it's the old saying, which I'll get totally wrong, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, you know, first they came, first they came for the black people and the white people didn't say anything or do you, I don't know what it is, but do you know what I mean? Do you know this? No. Is this a real saying or are you making it up? No, it's, I mean, it doesn't say black people, but it's a real thing. I'll get up. I'll get up. I'll get up. First, they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I am not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. Is that a saying or an actual poem? It's, um, it's a poem. First, they came. Um, written about the Nazis and the rise to power. But um, I think, well, the reason I bring it up actually is I think that it's, it's really, it's, you know, it's good that something that's so institutionalised, which is like these beauty pageants, and this is one of like the four major ones, the fact that, and it's bizarre that it's taken six years, despite the fact that the, um, you know, they could have had trans people for that long, but, the, you know, it's starting somewhere now that there is a trans person on there. Maybe soon you could be someone who isn't a size zero. That could be yeah. That could be a thing. An American yeah. zero, which is like a size four, I think, or something here. You know, someone actually Graham size might actually be on Miss Universe. Do you think the? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I have zero idea of the setup of this stuff. But do you think it being the first year that there was no male judges has anything to do with the first year that a transgender person has got through? I don't know how the structure works, but I don't think it does because uh, the way they get through is they compete within their countries and they need to be then Miss Spain, Miss UK, Miss Nigeria, and they get through and they should be individual judges. 
Ah, uh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I don't think that that's the reason why. I thought it was interesting that she was the hot favourite to win before the show actually started and didn't come anywhere close. And it would have just been... Because then that's difficult. If, if she was the hot favourite to go through and then was just because she's trans, then you've got to be like... It, it, maybe the judges were impartial and actually fair and whatever their judging requirements are, they were able to... to um, to take note of that and not just say, oh, because she's trans, she gets like extra allowances. The fact that they did the video, I think is a good thing. I think that's enough of a tribute to say, well done and congratulations on being a trailblazer, but not actually yeah. the award just because of that, I think is, um, I think that's a positive thing. Fair I comment. think it's positive. Yeah. And I think it's, it, I think it's fair that the people who, uh, yeah, you don't want somebody to get a free pass. No, you want the opportunity to compete. That's all you want is the ability yeah. to compete in these situations. And I think that's amazing. Do you remember a couple of years ago when Steve Harvey, this is the same competition as Steve Harvey. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he called out the wrong name. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. then he was crying. Uh, <laughs> he was crying. She I was felt crying. so sorry for the girl. He had to duck down and get the crown taken off her head. Uh, oh, so bad. Yeah. I like Steve Harvey as well. Actually, I really like him. And that was a shame. But he didn't get too much like... Um, even the contestants said, you know, it was just a genuine mistake and the, the teleprompter was wrong and this, that and the other. So they were supporting him. But I remember the video going around. It was so bad. So, so bad. Do you watch yeah. Drag Race? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I, I sometimes do. I think is All Stars something starting soon? All Stars 4 started on yeah, Friday or Saturday. So I stayed up to watch it until three o'clock in the morning. Like, I don't watch it. I might, if it's on, it might be on catch up on TV. I might put it on. Mm. But no, I don't really. I don't watch it. The only season I've watched is the one with Bianca Del Rio. Oh, yeah. Well, it was really good. They, and there was, there was news actually recently that it's going to come over to the UK and have an actual... Oh, I, heard that a few years, I heard that a few years ago when I lived in London. But apparently this one is more likely now they'll actually do it. But what's quite interesting, and maybe it's got to do with this, because it kind of follows the same thing about beauty pageants. And RuPaul was taking some flack for saying that... Um, Drag is at its finest or its form when men are dressing as women. And so has never really seen much in trans women who compete as drag queens because he doesn't think that that is... He says that drag is a fuck you to, I don't know, current society or whatever. And it's in its truest form when men are doing it. So he doesn't seem to... Although now there are more trans drag queens on RuPaul. He's, he was against it. And um, there have been a couple of posts, actually, because apparently the UK drag scene different to the one in America. It's a lot mm. Um, you know, there's like people that have like beards and shit and all very East London and, you know, very like out there looking, you know, it's not classic pageantry, which a lot of Americans yeah. do. They actually compete in pageants. Oh, because there's the term the pageant queen, isn't there? And there's... Pardon? There's like, I, remember, I know when like, people are saying, oh, that, that one's such a pageant queen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and then you don't really get that here. You get a lot of um, grungy East London type drag queens. So they think the show would have to change because it doesn't reflect UK. The UK drag scene apparently doesn't reflect um, how America is currently. But mm. it's yeah, the same. There's more drag queens. There's more women or non-binary people that perform in drag in their mm. of what drag is. So it's it's quite interesting. You know, I think that would be very different. Apparently, needs to be. I just want to say well done to I think. From what I was reading up, Miss Universe is starting to be a bit more progressive. And I think that even though it is such an old school institution, I don't think there's a need. It's not even a beauty pageant. It's just a pageant, apparently, to, I don't know, to have women sort of parade down in like skimpy clothes. One thing the US did, actually, is they took out their swimsuit segment. Exactly. Yeah. Something like message. Yeah, I read that. Isn't that cool? So they did that. Cool. Well, it, I mean, it is cool. And it's, I guess it's not at the same time, but it is. Why is it not cool? I just think, in my, in my head, I just think that, I'm trying to just say, I mean, I, I do think it's good, but I just think, what was, it, what was, it, it was, the, what was the protest against it? Was it just ob- objectifying women or? What, the swimsuit? Yeah, the swimsuit. Why did they take it out? Yeah. They said it didn't send the right message in terms of, you know, the fact that you are objectifying women. But I think, well, yeah, I mean, if it's an objectifying woman, but I also think if you're a woman and you train hard and work hard and you're athletically sculptured, I think that should be rewarded as much as somebody who's educated. If it's just a case of who looks British. What? 
Yeah, I mean, if you're athletic and you're, you know, people work hard to in the gym and to work on their bodies and be in great physical shape. I don't think that's a bad thing to say. It's a bad thing to say. You should look like their specific body type, though. Because no, I'm not saying. I'm no, I'm not saying that. I think. But I think. The, I think. The, I think the disagreement comes from if you're saying that a woman needs to be thin to enter Miss America, which is not what I'm saying. I'm saying if a woman works hard and and is physically fit, then that should be a, just as much of a category as somebody who has to go on and get a degree. I don't think it's. I don't think they're two you separate. Think they things. shouldn't have taken out the swimsuit part. I don't know. I, I don't follow it. I'm just saying I, I find it if the category is just if it's just like, oh, who looks the best in a swimsuit, then yeah, no, of course not. Don't have it in. But I think being physically fit is a, 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 is a fair category as well in a pageant. But I think that's the things. I think to say that if someone is slim and petite to then assume that they're physically fit and then say that those that don't let them on is a bit of a mix is a, the wrong message. So if you think that directly because they're what they're celebrating is their physical peak fitness, I think that's wrong. That's not right because that's not what it's doing. It's saying like wear these skimpy clothes and walk. Well, no, that's, a, that's what I'm saying at the start. I said, why did they take it out? And it was because it was objectifying, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't be in, but if it was, I do think there's, you know, if you're going to be making a pageant in different categories and, you know, one of them should be athletic fitness because I don't think it's hard to say, I don't think it's bad to say that people should be healthy and fit. I'm not saying you have to be skinny and fit. You know, I'm saying you have to be healthy and fit. And I think that should be a merit that people should be promoting as well. For sure. But that wouldn't be based on the way that you look in a skinny outfit. You'd have to do like some sort of physical endurance test, like get them onto the plank or something. Yeah, true. Fair. It wouldn't go on just the way they look because that's the whole point. Like your way you look doesn't mean that you're suddenly more healthy just because you're thinner. I don't mm. No, I mean it's true. It's true. I, I think that's fair. I mm. I just I, if it was yeah, I don't think women should be objectified. And if that's why they removed it, then fair enough. Anyway, that's me done. On to me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's so, no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm very, exci- I'm very excited. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Well, I was gonna say is, have you ever, have you ever been asleep or sort of like fallen asleep, and just at the part where you're about to kind of doze over, boom. You hear, you hear a massive sound and you jump up and you're like, what the fuck was that? Has that ever happened to you? One time I was just dozing off and um, I used to sleep on a bunk bed and bottom one. And then my twin brother rolled off the side and landed on the floor. <laughs> and he made that sound and that was good. That woke me up. That's sleep. I actually saw him just drop. Dish. <laughs> Like a sack of shit. Literally, like off the top bunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, off the top bunk. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the bottom, and then he's on the top bunk, and he just. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I saw him. How does that happen? We barriers. I don't know. I don't know what he was doing. We just. <laughs> no. so, yeah, is that what you mean? No, this is this is not. This is the sounds in your head. No real sound actually happens in the real world. It's a hallucination, an audio audible hallucination. It's a syndrome called exploding head syndrome, and it's a part. part I'll never say this word. Parasomnia. So I used to, I used to get this all the time. Where well, I wouldn't say all the time. It wasn't every night, but frequently anyway. And I, just a couple of weeks ago, it actually started coming back. And I totally forgot about it until just the other night. I was thinking about sleep and it just popped back into my head. 
Do you not think it's like one of your spots, like popping while you're sleeping, like randomly? And then no, like, no, because it's it's in your head, like it's a crash. Okay. Unless my unless my pop my spots are so violent that it sounds like a gunshot. That's what I thought it'd be. No. Oh. Just maybe my my pants exploding. Um, so it's a parasomnia. So it's a nighttime hallucination. Um, it's a cl- it's, it's it's up there. It's classed the same as like sleepwalking, sleep talking, sleep par- paralysis, sleep sex, night terrors. So yeah, there's no pain. It's just sort of like an inconvenience. So literally, you'll be sat there, or we're not sat there. You're falling asleep. Then there is a loud, sharp sound. Like I did some research on it. Other people describe. To me, it sounds like symbols you know two symbols going in my head yeah um other people describe it as like a a crash or explosion or a gunshot literally you're just lying there and you're just sort of in the mood where you're dozing off and then all of a sudden you hear this is crash in your head and you wake up and i remember happened to me and i'd jump out of bed and i'd wake up whoever was sleeping beside me um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was going Ben it's usually Ben and your heart would be racing I'd never had this experience but other people said that they felt like a an electrical shock in their chest that went up to their head I never experienced that not that I remember but that's what they say so um, did you know what it was at the time? no I had no idea what it was uh, it's only whenever I read something else about it that I was like oh wow that's insane so it, it was, was it, it's because I was, what was I doing? In, do you remember a few weeks ago I was watching uh, The House of Haunted Hill? No, The Haunting or something, you know that scary TV show? Yeah. Yeah. So in that, the girl's sleep suffers from sleep paralysis where she will wake up. So I don't know if people know this, but basically when you go to sleep, your brain basically shuts down bit by bit. And in that process, it makes your body paralyzed to conserve energy. So it happens to all of us every night we go to sleep. Uh, and it will come in and out of, so we go to sleep in waves and out of waves and we probably go through the same wave like so many times a night. And it's whenever you're in the, the paralysis, the, you know, that's when you don't move. But then when you come back out of it again, that's when you move and you're more alert to what's going on in your surroundings. But then you kind of go up and down, up and down. So sleep paralysis is when you when you consciously wake up but you're still a, but your brain thinks you're still in your deep sleep so you're, you're still paralyzed so you're awake um you can't move for a few minutes and stuff like that isn't it yeah you can't move but the worst thing is you have the t- you have a tightness on your chest which is the feeling of like as if somebody sat on your chest and there's also you also know there's a you also feel there's a presence in the room with you and you sometimes can hallucinate enough to see that there's somebody in the room with you, whether it be a man or a cloak or, and it's just like you, your, your brain brings it up. So, and some, some people say that they hear this person talk to them and but it's all you in know, their head. I've never had sleep paralysis ever, ever, ever. Yeah. That'd be um, scary. Yeah. I mean, I, but apparently because I have other, um, part parasomnias, I'm more likely to get it. Um, I've never had it. So I think a good one like sleep sex instead of that. Well, I've, I have had, I have seen sleep sex. What? Yeah. Um, you just whenever I was... objects? No, no, no. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, I don't know. You're like your water bottle beside you or the glass. <laughs> no, I, it only, like, it only really happened really as far as I know with Ben where we we wake up well he would wake up and you know i'd be fondling or i'd be doing whatever um and he'd speak to me saying oh what are you doing but i would be asleep and yeah i'd be so surprised it's the only time you ever tried it on (laughs) (laughs) wait oh you're asleep well i can He's, he's like even better. I don't have to talk to him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's true. You, used to have, 
so me and my brother used to stay at my friend's house when we were younger, right? We used to go there, I think, every Friday. And him and his whole family suffered from, like, violent sleep talking. Not just one of them, but all of them. Oh, my God. So aggressive. <laughs> They'd all be swearing. They were like, fuck off! Like, as they're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, you know, like, well, something, something, something. Get the fuck away! And we just like, <laughs> some nights when they were all going at once like it was just really bizarre but it was something that's in the family like it's so strange <laughs> yeah well I have a one of the people I used to work with she was telling me but when she when she go she used to sleepwalk and there was a time where she was staying in I think she was in a hotel with her husband and her in-laws and she got up and started sleepwalking and she walked into the in-laws bedroom and then she decided to go to the toilet on top of the bed oh this is that the, that the in-laws were sleeping in oh my god for real yes she said i don't know she would have any reason to lie that's right i wonder if they i think they might have knew at the time whenever they're like what the fuck are you doing was it your boss did you say they did this herself somebody i worked with oh she did it herself yes Oh my God, that's tough. That's so embarrassing. So yeah, sleep somnia is. So some people, I mean, some people don't even know it's a thing. Like I didn't even know it was a thing until I read about it. And I was like, oh my God, that's happened to me. Uh, It's only happened to about 10% of the population. It seems to be most common in, uh, most common in women over 40, which makes sense for me. You are but, yep, I'm totally menopausal. But it also, it's like, it's been reported with kids as young as 10 to have it, um, of male or female or whoever. Um, what else? What else? What else? I think that's all I had. Written. Okay, yeah, no. It, um, uh, yeah, so there's no, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't hurt you in any way. There's no real damage. I think the only reported sort of side effect, which could be damaging, is because it scares you so much, you wake up with an elevated heart rate, um, and there's a risk of heart attacks if you're unhealthy. But because it's so rare, and because it doesn't actually do anybody any damage, it's very understudied. Um, so there's not much on it. But some people just say the fact that they know it can't hurt you is enough to cure them. So some people have it once and then never have it again. Some people have it uh, a few nights a week or a few nights a month and then never have it again. I used to have it quite a lot when I was a student. Um, and I had it a bit whenever I, well, six, seven years ago, but I've not had it in time. And then it started happening again about a month ago, I think it was. I wonder so, if it's related to anything in particular. Well, they say it could be down to... Stress, Stress yeah. Um, alcohol. Even drinking. Uh, I have, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it, well, I don't know. It just says it's rare. I'd be yeah. so interested to see if anyone that listens has it as well and their experiences, because um, if it was quite debilitating, like you know, there's actual stress from it, especially if it's so loud. Because I feel like if I would get it, I would also scream at the same time. <laughs> I used to, yeah, I, I used to scream. I remember I screamed a couple of times. We'll, we'll yeah. go in. Or maybe like their partners or something, like, you know, have it and then it puts on. Because mm. I'd be like, you are going on the sofa. You're going to keep doing this screaming thing? I can't do it. <laughs> oh, it was just a sleep sex thing, though. I was <laughs> like, yep. Nah, yeah. Um, yeah, not for me as well. Sunday afternoons, that's only when I can do it and that's it. <laughs> oh, such a such a schedule 3 p.m sunday wait a minute is that like right between country file and the antiques ritual no it's before oh okay right okay <laughs> um if people do suffer from it it's said that good sleep hygiene is what is needed what the fuck is sleep hygiene well this is it this is when like you're changing getting- your bed sheets Changing your bed, showering in the bath, brushing your teeth in, not showering in the bath, showering in the bed, brushing your teeth with your pillow. Um, what are you saying? It's just the usual. Um, 
like no mobile phones um you plan your shutdown to get a good sleep so you know start getting ready about half an hour before you want to go to sleep read a bit get off your phones you know that type of thing switch off gradually rather than try to go to bed and do stuff i've got really bad having my phone in here because like i was like in my head i was going to commit to not having my phone in the bedroom even though like when i was in a relationship we weren't allowed phones in the bedroom so we used to always leave them outside Mm. um and i haven't done that so then i end up watching youtube videos for three or four hours yeah i'm the same it just never ends, but I just rewatch the same videos. I'm just obsessed with um, TV auditions. But like American Idol, X Factor, things like that. That's all I ever watch. Oh. It's just, it's just audition after audition of like random talent shows. <laughs> wow. I don't even know what I watch. I watch a lot of it's, uh, How It Should Have Ended is a channel I watch. I watch um, Cinema Sins, which takes apart all the stupid things that happen in films. Oh, that'd be good. What, like mistakes? Not mistakes. It's more like things that just don't make sense. Like, oh. yeah. So he, the guy's quite funny. He does it. Cinema Sins, it's called. And it's like, it, at the end, there's a sin tally. So I just watched, like, I think what I've just seen called everything, everything Wrong with Shrek in 16 Minutes or Less or something like that. So that's the one they just posted today. Um, okay. the, the other night I watched The Avengers. Everything went Wrong with Avengers. And fin- oh, I don't think I watched that. That doesn't interest me now. Well, that's all I wanted to speak about exploding head syndrome and sleep parsing. But I just think it's mad. What I think is mad is this weird thing that happens. So basically, what the scientists say what it is, is so when you go to sleep, the body shuts down piece by piece. The brain is turning off bit by bit. Um, exploding, head syndrome, exploding head syndrome is classified as a glitch in this process. And a burst in neuroactivity causes the hallucinatory explosion in the region ex- associated with Oof. hearing. You are struggling with reading today. I'm tired after all that gym work today. <laughs> I am. Honestly, that was tough. I feel like your mind is exploding now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, that was um, a struggle. It was a struggle. <laughs> Plus, I... I I made all these notes at the beach yesterday and I just, I can't read my writing. I, I have one on my phone now because yeah, for that reason. Yeah. I do. But I, I, I just think it's mad that people around the world have the same glitch in their sleep pattern. I just think it's mental. Maybe because I suffer from it. I think it's mental. I suffer. So, uh, I was going to say, all of this is about you and how you suffer again. Well, it's not suffering. I, like, I don't suffer from it. It's, <clears throat> Yeah. All right. Well, I'd be interested to hear if anybody else has it, though. Yeah, I think that's what I'd like to know if, if people do actually suffer for themselves, or they have like a partner or someone they sleep with, uh, and how. Or, or somebody who suffers from sleep paralysis. I'd like to hear what they say about that. Oh, that sounds so scary. Yeah, it sounds shit in shit. <laughs> they had it on um, uh, Grey's Anatomy, my fave show, where like the and it's kind of <laughs> really. But they're on the operating table. Then the, um, the anesthetic that puts them asleep or the thing that knocks them out wears off. So a couple of times they've woken up with that, their guts open <gasps> and they're awake but can't move. Jesus. Isn't that fucking fucked up? That is fucking fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Like, did you watch Grey's Anatomy? Have you seen it? Yeah, I'm ahead of you. But you'd, oh, yeah. So, yeah. But I wasn't too sure because your reaction is if you'd never heard of it when it's happened. But, yeah, I know, but then it would be really dull if I was like, yeah, no, I've seen that. Is that yeah. <laughs> good, good acting, that's um. <laughs> You know, I know, I know. I, um, can't, I can't win the Academy Award this year because I'm going to be hosting, but... Um, oh, how do we not talk about that? Let's not do that. No. <laughs> not come up. Okay. Anyways... Should we go on to some of our questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if anybody left reviews, but um, Apple apparently have issues and we've lost half the reviews on our podcast. What? Yeah, it's not just us, but it's um, everyone. We should uh, find them. 
Well, I, mean, I just know there's going to be thousands of reviews we didn't get to read this week. Thousands. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Okay. Um, so one we got, uh, which is quite interesting, because I think it's got to do with what we were talking about at the beginning. Um, so Seb had said, um, what are our thoughts on the self-created hierarchy within the gay community? Uh, where some cliques or attributes are celebrated and others are not seen as desirable. What are your mm. Do you think it exists? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it does exist. Um, let me just get the um, thing up again. <clears throat> so let me get the question. There we go. Sure. Here we go. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on self-created hierarchy? within the gay community where some cliques are attributes are celebrated and others are not seen as desirable. Um, I mean, I think it's sad that there is a hierarchy and I don't even know if hierarchy is the right word. I think it's down to perspective. There's a clear delineation between what is better than the other one. I don't, think well, I don't, think, I don't think there is. No. I think there's perspective. Um, a hierarchy uh, would mean there's different stages, right? Like literally like levels of... Yeah, so... Yeah, but to me, it's the self who would put that hierarchy in place based on what my preferences are and what my perceptions are. Me personally, not... And I, you can't classify the whole gay community as um, Seb, as this person's SR, SRLJ said. Like it's To me, it's not... For example, if you if you like bears, you're gonna put bears first. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't like twinks, they come last, or vice versa, or whatever. Um, but that's a hierarchy that you put in your own head. It doesn't I don't I don't know if it actually exists. I don't know. I think I might disagree with you. To be honest, I think it's even close to what we were talking about at the beginning. Like if. When I go on Instagram, for example, and um, I go on the search bar, all of the gays are like really hot, abs, very little hair, and surrounded by the same. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Very in shape, very tanned, white, good looking guys. But do you think they're better than everyone else? Would you put them higher than other people? Would I put them higher? Yeah. I don't think it's about... See, I don't think it's my position or if I put them higher. I think that that is what the perception is as, as, as like a top-level gay, for sure. No. See, no, like I... I and you've got, these, you've got this hot group of male friends who all have abs. I have never seen a group of people where everyone had abs. Have you? Like, where do these people come from? Well, I don't know. Where are they during the winter? Of um, no, I see. Yeah, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but I would say, I don't know. I, I don't look at that and think they're better than me. I look at that and think, okay, that's what you do. That's fine. I'm not into that. Um, I, I definitely wouldn't say they're in any way higher. But I think it's also like I think the question says um, self um, self created hierarchy within the gay community. I also don't think it's it's not just in the gay community. People who who are abbed and ripped. It's the world. It's not just the gay community. Like David Gandhi's poster boy for Marks and Spencers. He's ripped. You know David Beckham when he was ripped and had his underwear on for H and M. I think or Top Man in one of them. You know, it's not just the gay community, it's it's everyone. Like it's the world. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Yeah. Um, but it's not a it's not a it's not a gay thing. I think what makes it more intense in the gay community is that I don't know. Maybe I in my head I'm gonna say insecurities. I think more people in the gay community have more insecurities. So they look at these people and think, I want to be that or I'll never achieve that. But again, I, I don't, I don't think it's a healthy way to look and judge people and think that's why I want to be just 
do right by you? I think, I don't know. I think your understanding of what this question or comment is is different to mine. Okay. You're talking about this, when he says like, I agree with you that like, there are hierarchies within the gay community. Well, no, that's not what you said, but actually universally, right? I think it happens within just the world. People in, in general, you know, media create a certain hierarchy and saying that beautiful people rule the world and then after that it's smart people and then or whatever it is. But I do think that if it's self-created hierarchy, not as in within your own minds, but, you know, within the gay community, there is a, a somewhat hierarchy, maybe not different levels of who's on top, but if you're better looking, you get more allowances. If you're white, you get more allowances. Um, you see more posters, you see more leaflets, you see, you know, of, of these people, you know, for events, say, you know, I'd like say advertising for an event or something, you know, mm. this incredibly well in shape man. Um, I think if you go to like a club, um, age for example might be a, a different thing depending on where you are so you know if you go to GAY like and you're an older person there the hierarchy is already there it's not self-inflicted like we'll be there and there'll be someone who's 55 years old or so standing there because they don't have anyone else with them because everyone else is like 20 25 years old um I think there are certain areas so one thing that I think is different is like um depends on where you are so if you do like base, if you go to XXL, for example, or somewhere like that, then the hierarchy changes. It's not, as, it's, not, it's not the same across the board. But then if you go to XXL and you're, you have no body fat, you're really small, petite, you might not do so well. Whereas being, you know, having a belly, a bigger a hairy belly might be like, put you up the totem pole in terms of like attractiveness or peak, you know, in this hierarchy that's there. Yeah. So it's, it's down to your self-perspective of what you think's hot and what you don't. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying at all. Because it isn't, it isn't just that. I think your insecurities do come in bold of it, but it isn't that. Like, it's quite literally is, there is a, there is a, a, you know, a power thing within the gay community for sure. I don't know, I don't think I've ever experienced it. Have you ever been to Pride? Yeah, of course. So, like, they choose whoever goes first, right? And then you've got all of these hot men and they're all in their skimpy little underwear and they're the most sought after. Any gay club, any gay club, a lot of the time you see everyone's like idolizing these people that are just super in shape and super beautiful. And then they're the ones that essentially might have the most control, you know? Um, I don't know. In my head, I'm saying the only control they get is the control you like them to have. And that might just be for you, but I think it would be naive to say that there is no power. There's different levels of it, personally, but I think there is. I think people do exclude others within the community. I th- no, I, I'm, I'm saying there is, but I think it's whatever self way you put it. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm well. I don't think so at all. Not at all. Well, it was an interesting question. We just disagree on, I guess, the, our understanding of it and what it means. I think more than anything, we'll get, see what people think. Someone yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't, I might be totally wrong. I might just be totally blind and self-centered when I go out. I don't notice it. I think that's completely true. I think. Mm. Much. Um, then we had the other question. Um, should I read it? Go for it. Uh, many people believe that Santa Claus should be rebranded as female or gender neutral. How do you feel about this? And that's from Sarah, Sarah. Sarah, my brother's girlfriend. Yeah, Sarah. Okay. Sometimes Sarah. Sarah Hi, Sarah. Sarah. Hi, Sarah. She's one of our very, very, very first, one of our very first followers as well. Uh, she was our very first follower on Twitter, wasn't she? she uh, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe Twitter as well. I don't know. I think it was one of them after us two. Like, yeah. Yeah. She's done. Um, She's old school. Yeah, so I read up a little bit. There was a, there was a survey <clears throat> that someone had taken, that people had taken in America. And it was along the lines of there were other things as well as um, gender. It had talked about should they have tattoos, should they have no beard, or should they not have a belly and all these sorts of stuff. Santa Claus. Um, I have a problem if um, someone wanted to change Santa Claus to be 
more in, is it word inclusive? Would you say that or um, yeah, to be more inclusive? I mean, I don't know. It depends what you're trying to say. I uh... for me, it's not a complete necessity because I, I, maybe I don't see Santa Claus as a male icon <laughs> <laughs> or like masculinity. I, I, you know, like so. I don't think that, but I'm always there. For, I'm always down for like, if, if people want to be inclusive and try and say that there needs to be a change. I don't know if there's, I think of, if, say if there was like a list of priorities, right? Um, I don't know if that would be like high on my list to change, you know? Yeah. It's definitely not high on my list of things that um, should change. But um, I guess... To me, like, Santa Claus is based on an old white man with a beard called St. Nicholas. Um, I think the, the current perception of the fictional character that we have today is, for me, open to anyone to interpret as ever they want. Um, to the me, character I, that currently stands. Yeah, so the big fat man in the red suit. Like, if somebody wanted to change it and say to the kids, "Santa Claus is a woman," do what you want. Like, I, I don't I have no problem with that. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't. To me, I, I don't know. I don't care. I, I really don't care. <laughs> I'm trying to be like you represent Santa as best you think. To me, I have no problem with it being an old fat white man. Um, I don't like. I don't know. Gay people get thrown off buildings for being gay in the Middle East. Like that to me is a higher priority than this in my head for me personally. I mean, there can be like something to be said for like quick wins because it'd be. I think it'd be relatively easy to be like, okay, we'll just change time because it's not. I. It's not like religious. I don't believe. Like I kind of iconography or anything you know and uh, maybe there are some people that would be like no it's definitely a man um but if just well, i just i also don't see the harm in it just being a man um i was thinking about this as well, <laughs> well there's, there's... Well, now we're just eliminating white men <laughs> well do you know what i mean they do i know i know white men straight white men have come up against a lot in the last few years but they still exist <laughs> they're still out there um and I don't like. I don't see. I don't see a flaw in like having him as a straight white man. I think. I think I maybe what the the detractor is like because I can't. I just from obviously just to get the question now. I can't see what the problem is. What is the issue that we're trying to fix? Yeah, to be more inclusive. But I'm like, but is it a problem that we're trying no, to? Fix? Santa Claus is a white male or doesn't have tattoos or has a belly. Like, is there something that we're missing? Like, because. I just can't see the importance of having to change it. That can't. No. I mean, I think of UK and US people thought there needs to be a change. How many? 17. Within this survey, 20% in total of UK and US, whoever did the survey, believe there should have been a change. Not necessarily um, towards like gender, but a change to modernise um, Santa Claus. I don't think you need to modernise Santa Claus. I think what would be nice maybe is if they made a bigger deal of Mary Claus. Mrs. Claus and made her go out in the sleigh as well, you know, equality and stuff. Get her well, out no, there. Because then now you're saying that a man must marry a woman, is what you're saying. Well, no, I'm not saying that. Why must Santa Claus be heterosexual? Uh, no, um, maybe Mary Claus is his sister. You made the assumption that I meant they were being married. I just said Mary Claus, Mrs. Claus. She's married to somebody else. She's married to somebody else called Claus. But Klaus instead of Claus. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, can't imagine, I can't imagine the North Pole has a wide dating circle. And we've got same, like, similar family like names. It's like being in, like, when I went to Ireland, like, there was only three names on the island, and, and, and Claire Island was like O'Grady and two others, which I can't remember. But yeah, everyone's got the same last name. Pretty much everyone's <laughs> is what you said. <laughs> and they're all cousins. 
Well, I guess my response to that is I just I can't see the importance of you know of or see it as high on my priority list at the moment for there to be a change. Um, yeah, and no, I don't I don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weird. Uh, good question, though. I think I think what it what it does say to me is 2018 has been an interesting year, but at the end of it, we're we still are, we're looking for things or people are looking to things to cause controversy, like for the sake of nothing. Like you say, what's the reason? There's not an apparent reason to me. Like there's other things going on that would. Oh no, no. But I think I think that's right. You think it's right to question it? That's what I think is a good thing. That we question it? The fact that we can have these conversations and say, is this something that needs to be changed, whether it's Santa Claus or something else, it's important that this, this is spoken about. Whether we can see the important, the fact that it's even questioned is important. Not the fact that we're going ridiculous and saying, like, this is not. We need to discuss it. And if we come to a conclusion within a society or a group of people and say, actually, it's not important, that's fine. At least we can agree on that. But the fact that we're talking about it is a good thing. Okay, well, I don't care. It wouldn't have been addressed before. That's a good thing. It doesn't sound like it need to be addressed this year either. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. If we had a vote and someone said, is it important or not? At this point, my vote would be no. We don't need to address this now. Okay. It's good that we can talk about it. Okay. I'm glad people are talking about it. It's just not me. Don't shake okay. your head. <laughs> Don't shake your head. Yeah, you just you miss the point sometimes. Honestly, you do miss the point. Yeah, I miss the point. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, I but, miss the point a lot. But I, I, you might know more about this. I didn't actually know anything. So Facebook bans rugby calendars. It's, um, so you said a group of eight rugby teams within the UK. Yeah, no, I think it's um, a group of eight. Uh, Pink News. It was on. I read it on Pink News. Um, just when the question was submitted. Um, so yeah, I think it was eight different rugby teams got together, did a naked, naked, naked calendar. Even though you don't see anything, and it was all for raising money for I think statistical cancer. Okay. Um, uh, let me just get it up and see. Final countdown. Oh. Here in good old Ireland, as soon as it's stormy, the internet starts to go, so everything's slow over here. So yeah, an LGBT charity calendar has reportedly been banned on... Oh, yes, I accept. Uh, has reportedly been banned on Facebook for containing sexual activity despite not containing any. The calendar by the Naked Rugby Players, which aims to raise money for the testicular charity, um, cancer charity, Balls to Cancer and LGBT Plus Inclusive Rugby, was banned from the social media platform for containing explicit content. Um, went against the community guidelines, but apparently it doesn't have actually any nudity in it. It's similar to, do you remember our rugby calendar? We did, well, I wasn't in it, but um, you know the Steelers calendar we did ages ago where it was all like well-angled thighs and balls over balls. And yeah, you can't see anything. You, can't, you don't see anything, but apparently it's been banned. Um, so I think the question the guy asked was, is this male nudity biasism? Bias. Is that a word? Bias? Yeah, as in, what well, I say male nudity, I, I want to know, was there female nudity on, on Facebook that was allowed? Um, I don't know. I've, I've not, I've not seen it. I think in the guidelines, it says that women are allowed to have... Well, I, I think oh, I've closed it now, but I think it did say that women are allowed to have um, things showing if it's like breastfeeding or educational. Um, here we go again, trying to find it. Uh, Yes. So it says the calendar report reportedly went against Facebook's community standards on nudity and sexual activity, which bans content containing nudity, showing genitals, sexual activity, 
sexual explicit language and female nipples except in the context of breastfeeding, birth, health and protests. However, the calendar contained none of the none of the above. No nudity. No. Because no gender. No, no. I mean, I think you get some ass crack by the looks of things, but they've covered up here in this picture. I don't know. But I don't think there's any bias. I think that Facebook are just trying to clamp down on just the nudes in general. And I guess within their guidelines, they're being quite firm, maybe. I don't know if it's nudity bias towards males because I don't know if women were allowed to have more, I would say. Yeah, no, I, I don't know either. Because that's the question, male biased. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think there is because I feel like it'd be the same if it were women. I don't think, it, I don't think it's any bias. I also don't think Facebook should have banned it. Um, but I, I, know, I know Facebook have this thing where they, they'll say it goes against our guidelines, which is this, this, and this. Um, and I remember I, I remember there's a picture of some football celebration from the World Cup and this guy was naked and he was up on top of the bar or he was up, he's like getting carried. Like, what do you call it? Um, what do you call it when you, there's loads of people crowd carrying. Crowd surfing, yeah, he was crowd surfing, he was naked. And I know I posted it on Facebook, but I'd covered up all the naked parts. Yeah, I remember now, yeah. And it got banned for um, showing nudity. And I responded, because it says, oh, do you want to re- contest this? And I was like, yeah, because it doesn't show any nudity. But then I didn't get any feedback beyond that. So <laughs> They gave you no other option. Yeah. Well, Facebook, whatever. Today's the day Tumblr goes all PG-13, isn't it? I don't use it for my pornographic needs. So I, I didn't realize it did anything but porn. <laughs> I find it really hard to navigate like honestly so I'm looking for I do say like Tumblr is used for like the deepest darkest recesses of like what you're really into like you can find like a specific <laughs> isn't it like yeah. this is that you don't admit to anyone <laughs> might be interested slightly like it's literally like <laughs> recesses of your innermost horn dog <laughs> <laughs> it's all those um kidnapping porn things I'm into. Like properly, like in it, like but like really specific as well. Like <laughs> a three bedroom house on a third <laughs> <laughs> with pink wallpaper. Exactly, yeah, and you're like found it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um that oh. it's not actually gonna affect my life. I'm very much a porn hub kind of guy. So yeah. Yeah, well I need to get on there after this and back up back up all my stuff oh i thought you were gonna say something <laughs> i need to get on it now and use it before <laughs> i need to close this video down and now i do not want to see this <laughs> all that talk of santa claus has got me um ready to go on tumblr anyway um so to say thank you very much phil thank you very much seb thank you very much sarah for responding um yeah thank you very much for um yeah, it's been great. The interaction is super appreciated. We've never done this before. No? No, no, last time I put up, no one had, had actually responded. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing with anything clean. Yeah. Um, we're not going to respond to your friends because he's trying to self-promote, so... Yeah. I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you'd know I'd probably mention your name in every episode, so... Yeah, and then she says, well, shit, I love you. Anyway... <laughs> What did you say? Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Mm-hmm. I hope you have a lovely week, Ashley. Yeah, I do too. We're, you're off tomorrow, aren't you? I'm off tomorrow now as well. I'm going to go and see my nephew in a East school play. Oh. Yeah, so that'd be nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. You enjoy the week off too? Yeah, I'm, we got, I'm going to be planning the Christmas dinner. Planning it? It doesn't say that long. Oh no, it is like I start cooking at Christmas Eve. Like that's a very normal thing to do, though. Yeah, no, but then you have to plan it and then make sure people know where they have to be at what time. I'm also away. I'm going down to see John Henry this weekend. I'm going to see uh, Yep. Um, there's a new addition to the Henry household. His brother just had a baby, little baby. So sweet. Um, yeah, I'm going down there to see the Henrys, and then. Yeah, we usually do, to be honest. 
I don't know if I want to this time. I've been drinking so much at the minute. Um, you know, you're not going to get those abs with the Abbey friends if you continue to drink your Guinnesses, you know? I'll be the chubby one on the side. You won't just, be allowed me. You'll be taking the photo. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll be taking the photo. Or, you, you know, you always, like, when you're taking photographs of, like, the family, you always put, like, the partners at the side. So if there's a breakup, you can just, like, crop them out. Is that, that's not why people do that. That's why I do it. No, I never even thought about that. I was like, okay, ben, ben, you stand over there. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to start seeing where I'm standing in these pictures. <laughs> yeah, you put, you put the, um, I'll be the chubby one on the side so they can crop me out. Mm. Well, they'll be like, <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, Matt. Have a nice week. Thanks, Thank everyone, you. for listening. Thank you very much for listening. And I guess, I mean, I guess the next one will be around Boxing Day. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to decide. Um, we're speaking about, but yeah. Um, have a look. Yeah, we talked about next week. And yeah, I think you should hear for us between Christmas and New Year's for sure. There's, yeah, totally. Yeah. I have nothing to do. I live in the country. Yeah, I've got nothing to do. Everyone's, yeah, I'm still in London. Cool. Well, then, yeah, have a lovely Christmas because we probably won't see you on Tuesday. But uh, after that, you can listen to us while you um, have super mega hangovers. Yeah. Amazing. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>